Say that again. If you can't be bothered, it's okay. The only issue is that we is have... What the fuck do you mean is it on? Does it fucking look like it's fucking recording? Sir, we've had six pints. This is after six pints. One drink and then we'll go home. No, you won't. <laughs> Story of every long night out is exactly that. Folks, it's Wednesday, March 2nd, 2022. I'm Steven Sierski. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening into this uh, here daily audio blog. Uh, I keep this going Monday to Friday, every uh, every weekday, uh, even during holidays here in uh, Beijing. It's sort of a, um, a recollection of everything I did in the day. And I kind of want it to serve as a bit of an inspiration to people, motivation. Um, if they are listening to this and they're going, you know what, hey, that sounds like a cool idea. That sounds pretty cool. Uh, let me look into it or whatever. So I do a lot of um, uh, my my own projects. I mean, I work I work here in the ESL industry, based in Beijing, China. But on the side, like before and after work and whatnot, I do a few other things. So I talk about the life of an expat and uh, some of the things that keep me busy. You know, uh, right now my uh, current project is throughout the month of March. I'm making a uh, a motion project. Now, Apple Motion is a computer graphics program that I use in conjunction with my video editing software. So for the month of March, I'm going to be making a new project every single day. I'm posting that on my socials. So things like that. And um, recently, I just finished uh, January, where I wrote a different song each and every day for the month of January. And then also December drumming, where I was uh, I made a percussion track every single day in uh, December. So that's what this serves as, is sort of a... Um, uh, it, for me, it's it's a recollection of things, and I hope for you, uh, people can find a bit of inspiration or motivation. It's like, well, if this guy can do it, then I can. I'll tell you. I was out at the, the pub with a couple of uh, folks today, some uh, friends here in Beijing. You know, I remember years ago that uh, when podcasts were first starting, and I remember, I think it was my brother, who tried to record a, a portion of our drunken ramblings. The funny thing, well, the funny thing about this is that it, it, it sounds funny in the moment, but can you sustain it? And there's a difference between drunken ramblings that lead somewhere and drunken ramblings, which are just that drunken ramblings. So last night, actually, uh, uh, or today, I should say, um, we had this um, great idea that we should create a podcast called After Six Pints, which was kind of funny. I mean, it's, it's an idea wherein you'd only start recording after six pints, but, and I was thinking of this because this uh, the opening clip you just heard, um, things can get out of hand. <laughs> Let's just put that very uh, succinctly. Things can get out of hand. I don't mean like swearing and stuff like that. I mean, some of the topics that you think are okay to talk about, um, you know, under the guise of loud pub music or the voices of other people, and after a few pints where everybody is under the influence, or at least most people are under the influence of, you know, various alcohols, that's one thing. But putting it onto a recording, publishing it, I... I don't know, would you look back at that and go, yes, that is something I would listen to? Let's put it that way. It's a great show title, After Six Pints. I, I like the idea. And I was, so I got thinking of, um, through the, the, this evening, was like, well, does it have to be six pints right away? I mean, it doesn't have to. 
and it could be after six pints, people could have two beers each. Or, I mean, because there was three of us there, four of us technically. Um, or, I mean, what if it was like after six pints, we just order six pints and, you know, uh, you, you give them away or something like that. So it doesn't have to be that we consume the six pints. It could be a variation therein. I mean, I, the original idea was literally we have six pints, we each have six pints and then we start the podcast. I mean, because let's face it, the more you drink, the more of the world's problems you solve. <laughs> well, at least you believe you do. <sighs> Gorgeous uh, day out today, though. Blue skies and everything. Not too smoggy. I remember a couple weeks ago I was asking... Um, I, I was actually saying that Beijing didn't smell during the Olympics. That's true. It didn't. Uh, because it, it lacked any smell. And this one girl was like, what does it normally smell like? I'm like it smells like it does today. It's 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 a smoggy, that wisp of coal dust, that wisp of a barbecue in the air, and and with that, I mean, with the the coal dust, I mean you can, it's not bad right away. You're kind of like oh that doesn't that doesn't bother me. You know it's all right. I can I can deal with that. And that's, you know you're you're right. You can. It's when you're out there constantly that. It gets to you and you're like, why do I have a headache all of a sudden? It's because you're breathing in coal dust. That's what you're breathing in. It's, it's, I'm, I don't know. Maybe I wear this uh, cloth mask and I, these have been vilified as of late because they're, they're called selfish masks now in, in Beijing because uh, for some reason, they restrict your breathing they are a mask, but they don't stop the spread of the virus. And so if it doesn't spread, it doesn't stop the, you know, the virus, then it's supposed to be bad. And instead, you're supposed to have these medical masks that have gaps around your face. Like this, the point is, this cloth mask helps take the bite out of the air. I actually even try to uh, run with it because if I don't run with it, uh, around my compound, and it's even a little bit of, if it's just normal Beijing air, you know, there's a wisp of coal dust, I, I find I, I get all clogged up at the back of my throat. It's, it's gross. Like, I understand why these men and some women spit in this country, like that that sort of, you know, that type of spit, because you're, you're breathing this shit all the time. If you ever come to China and... Hopefully, you don't get to smell Beijing air. But the other city, there's two cities that come to mind that have very similar air quality. It's Xi'an and Lanzhou. Now, Xi'an is where the Terracotta Warriors are, so that's pretty famous. That one is inundated with coal dust. I mean, it's clear air days are few and far between. Lanzhou, I mean, that's uh, Lanzhou... Lanjo, uh, what, what's famous there? Not too much. You would go there if you were going to uh, that, not the, to that Tibetan temple just outside. There's a few things around that province, like Gansu province, which is where Lanjo is. But in Lanjo itself, there's like three hours worth of things to see. There's a, a steel bridge, the first steel bridge in China or something like that. Um, but um, anyway, those cities, constant inundation with coal dust. All that is to say, it was a gorgeous day, and uh, Buddy was at the bar. He's like, well, you want to join me? 
And I'm like, no, but I'll be there in 10 minutes. <laughs> Six hours later. So, yeah, uh, it was a good day. And, you know, uh, I was sort of thinking this. The reason I went was because with all this, these goings on in Ukraine and, you know, the talk about China and its own internal struggles, going, you know, we might not, we might not have this day someday. So as much as I would have loved to get a bunch of other things done, that, yes, would have set me up for the future. Yes, I get this. But go out, have a couple pints, talk to some people, meet some people. And that way, you know, in a year, two years, ten years, you can look back and like, I remember that day. I even have a recording from that evening. <laughs> right? So that's that's what the, my motivation was. I did actually talk to the uh, the owner of the bar and uh, <laughs> I guess this, I'm not sure if this would have happened if I had not had a few pints after six pints. I was like, oh, you should be on my podcast, you know, as uh, every middle-aged white guy pretty much has. Hey, you can be on my podcast. You might be on my podcast for sure. Then he's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Turns out he's had a podcast before. I think a paid one. He actually made money from his. And uh, he's like, yeah, I could do it. Uh, so we'll set up a, a date later on to see uh, when we're both available. Uh, speaking of which, I was working on um, episode number 29, so I'm getting that uh, underway. Um, should have it out by, no, it's not going to be Thursday, <laughs> maybe Friday. If not, then it'll be released next week. Uh, I'm not in a rush. Again, these are um, more like live shows than sort of singles being released. Singles, not an album, I guess you could call it, or how would that one work? Anyway, so yes, on in the works possibly have another uh, uh, guest coming up so that's uh, pretty cool and there's one other guy who said he's going to be on the podcast as well so uh, that's going to be pretty cool to uh, to arrange and that March motion continues uh, I'm going to be posting that very soon so March 2nd you can see that up on uh, YouTube and on my website I'm linking it there also on Twitter uh, the Steven Sersky you can follow me you can troll me shoot me a message or shoot me some vilifications of whatever it is after six pints of course and uh yeah also instagram you can find me there my handle that one is sersky steven because they took away my other uh account i don't know why apparently this happened there was a, a a trawling of instagram accounts and i've noticed a few people in china have had their accounts like disappeared ah speaking of accounts uh disappearing mm, today big aggravation I was trying to use HelloTalk because um, this whole Russian-Ukrainian debacle, the war that Russia is waging on Ukrainian soil. So I got into HelloTalk you know, to uh, refresh some of my um, Russian capabilities, and all of a sudden it wants me to verify my account. And I go, what the hell is this? And of course I have, I have a few accounts on HelloTalk because I have different languages that I'm working on, but um, I, I couldn't verify it. It wouldn't even let me get around it. So I'm just going to delete the account and uh, create a new one. I mean, how much am I committed to this? The reason I'm mentioning this is because it didn't happen with the account that tracks my Chinese studies. Instead, it happened with the account that tracks my Russian studies. So it got flagged right away pretty quickly, uh, which is disappointing because I just kind of wanted to go back to um, studying it. But with an app like HelloTalk, I think most, I don't think a lot of people are, it's not, you don't find the same people there all the time. It's a revolving door of people, of language learners, um, usually because they become disillusioned 
or disappointed with the results of using the app. I mean, and I'm not going to lie for women. It's probably just constant barrage of like, hello, do you want to go out sometime? Things like that. It's just like, you know, just want to learn the language. Um, it's the same thing if you're an English speaker. Like I've noticed, I, like my inbox fills up with a lot of people. Hi, or they wave and things like that. And you're like, and what am I supposed to do with this? Hi, yeah, okay. And so some of them have a bit more creative introductions. Hey, I saw that you were, you know, I read your introduction. You're studying this, studying that. One of the difficulties, though, is maintaining that communication because unless you make Hello Talk like that language. Um, exchange application part of your routine then I mean you're not going to keep on checking it because every time you do check it this is this is what I've found found every time I look at the app I go oh I gotta I gotta study it's not even that I have to study it's that do I want to read through a bunch of posts in my target language which I mean I'm not that fast of a reader so it's like slowly 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 reading now of course when i open the app and i go check my wall it's all in english because everyone's trying to learn english ah goodness disappointing it tells you but as it is it's a good app if you if you ever sort of want to practice any sort of your um language capabilities i highly suggest you open up or download hello talk i'm not sponsored i'm not compensated by them at all i should be uh but uh it's it's a good app to at least get your feet wet, you know, to start looking, to, you know, even have those opening volleys of conversation. You know, hey, how's it going? What's your what's your name? Where do you live? What's your job? You know, those sort of easy questions. It's good for that sort of thing. One thing that I wanted to do today, I didn't get around to. I looked at it and I was sort of breaking it down, going, how should I best approach this? The history of Ukraine. Now, I've mentioned... Uh, the book by Sergei Plochi, uh, Gates of Europe, fantastic book. I have it here in uh, in, in English. I brought it with me from from Canada. Um, there's a, the the book, uh, the Chinese translation of that book is sold out for like a couple of weeks. They had, they had to reorder um, another printing of the book here in China. I thought about getting it, but I'm not sure if I want another. Book looking at me that's not being read. <laughs> I have enough of those. That being the case, I am getting close. I'm not going to lie. I'm getting very close to being able to actually read, enjoy, and learn. Read, learn, and enjoy? How would you put that? Anyway, with the Ukrainian history, I was reading up on this going, you know what? It'd be nice to actually make a little bit of a, well, a podcast. A, a summary of the Ukrainian history, how we got to this situation. I don't want to dwell too much on any one point of Ukrainian history, but I think Ukrainian history sort of washed over a little bit. And so in reviewing it, it wouldn't just be for you guys, it'd be for myself. But then talking about it and then making it easy for people to listen to, I think that's actually beneficial. Whether I do it Ukraine and Russia, I don't know. But certainly Ukraine, uh, I think Russia would be kind of cool too. I should probably do one for, for China. But you do one for China and people get sensitive about things. And you're like, ah, you know, it's, it's just better not to say anything at all to tell you the truth. Whereas Ukraine, Russia, not the same sort of uh, sensitivity to historical events. 
basically. So that's what I'm looking at. Um, in terms of ordering that Chinese book, I, or the, the, the Chinese version of this book, if I, if I could, if I had the time, and this is what I tell my, my students to do, you know, oh, just read. If you have a dual language book, who has the time to sit down and read two books at once? Like the one your target language and then the one that you actually understand. It's tough. It's kind of tough. So, yeah, I mean, it's a great idea. Uh, and that's usually where it stays. But, you know, if I was, I, I know I, I say to do this, Practicing it is a whole lot more difficult, but I can say Chinese reading is getting easier. It is getting easier. Was it 2,500 characters later? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this is actually one of the things that we were talking about today at, at the bar um, because uh, my buddy says, oh, you, you wrote it in Chinese, and I was kind of happy that I was able to write Zilai eBay in Chinese, like in the Chinese characters. And then I the next thing I did is I, I, I drew a happy face, uh, um, like a unamused face and a frown face, and I assigned the letters A, B, C to it. And then without the letters, I rewrote it going sad face, uh, unamused face, happy face. No, shit, I screwed that up. <laughs> I wrote it sad face, Happy face, unamused face, which means I spelled C-A-B. From A-B-C, I spelled C-A-B, cab. So that, that was the idea, and he didn't think that was funny. I, I thought it was interesting. But then again, I think he was after uh, after only five pints at that point, so maybe, maybe. I mean, he'd been doing a good number <laughs> that day, uh, throughout the day, so I, I mean, I joined the party late. Anyway... March Motion up. Hope you guys enjoy that. It's a very little one. Uh, it's, I actually want to mix it with another video, some sort of special effects, uh, but I'll leave it as it is right now. Uh, it's more practice just to use motion. I can integrate it with uh, video footage later on. I think it'd be kind of neat to, uh, to see how I can integrate those things. I'm going to leave it there, folks. Thanks for listening. Show notes and tracks up on my website, stevensterski.com. Uh, go, you can download all the mp3 files you can stream them as well you can find me on spotify this audio blog is on spotify yep search for steven sersky the audio blog of steven sersky is the official title i think or is it steven sersky's audio blog oh goodness i don't know which one it is check me out on the socials the steven sersky on twitter find me on instagram troll me there as well folks thanks for listening i appreciate it and have a good one enjoy the weather We'll talk again. Bye-bye.